Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Welcome to the Mo Show, episode 14. We're still at the First Ladies European Golf Tournament here in Saudi Arabia. Today, I would like to introduce the Vice President of Group Affairs for the Zahid Group, one of the sponsors here today, Mr. Barak Ahmed Siraj. Thank you for coming on the show. You're welcome. How's, there, how's everything going? How uh, has it been so far in the four? Have you been here for all, all four days, four or five days? No, actually, I've been three. Uh, this is my third day. This is your third day. Okay. Yes. I don't think you've been out enough because you haven't been sunburned. The sun has been quite strong. <laughs> Quite, quite strong the last couple of days. Have no. you been indoors more? And I brought my cap. <laughs> okay, amazing. When did you start at the Zahid Group? Actually, I started January 2013. 2013. Seven years now. In which, uh, which department did you start off? I actually joined as the IT director. Okay. So I was responsible for information technology. A mm-hmm. couple of years in, I took over an ERP director's role as well. So okay. I was doing both. We laid down the infrastructure for the digital transformation of the group. And mashallah, like looking at, uh, you know, what the group has done in its investment in all things digital, it's uh, it's way ahead of, of, of even some of the best companies that are around. Like I, I noticed two females walking around here in, 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 in the hospitality tent. And it just recently came to my attention that they are part of the Zahid groups ahead of like social media strategy and, and all of that. People normally outsource that. So the fact that you guys kept it in-house is a testament to the dedication and how serious you're taking social media and, and, and its impact, you know, in the current digital age that we, that we live in. Definitely. There's always been a great recognition or realization on how to do things the right way mm-hmm. amongst your company. So now you are, uh, you are heading the group affairs. What does that entail exactly? Group affairs is basically the, the face of the group. Okay. Being either digital so social media as well, mm-hmm. as well uh, in addition to relationship with other groups and governmental entities and all of that. And is this the first time you, you guys sponsor uh, an event in connection with the Ministry of Sports? No, we actually sponsored the equestrian event recently. In Dara'iya, in Riyadh? In Riyadh. It's for the Olympic run-up. Of uh-huh. the- okay. This was last year? This was this year. Earlier this year? Yes. Okay. Feedback? How were you there on the ground? How, how I was, was there on the ground. Yeah, good, exper- good experience. Good experience, and the, mashallah, there's a lot of talent mm-hmm. in, in inside the kingdom, and a lot of horses as well. So our relationship as a Zahid group started in 2000. The Olympian medalists from Saudi Arabia that got the bronze was actually on one of the Zahid family uh, horses. Amazing. Zahid's always at the the forefront of getting involved with everything that is, you know, progression related, Vision 2030. They were one of the first companies to to invest in in, in King Abdullah Economic City, setting yes. up, you know, the, the, the lubricants plant over here. I think they're in charge of catering here today. You know, they, they really try to get involved in all things that have to do with, you know, a, you know future positivity mm-hmm. uh, and most importantly, Vision 2030. So it's actually really refreshing to see that and okay. uh, encourage more companies to follow suit. How are you liking the changes you're seeing uh, in Saudi Arabia? Is it a little different to when you were growing up? <laughs> a lot different. What's your favorite change? Actually, favorite change is uh, people are more comfortable. People can feel they can contribute without being hindered. And uh, therefore, people are reaching down inside and making things happen and surprise us. Yeah. I'm happy in that. Yeah gives an opportunity for people to be themselves, you know? Yes. If you, if you want to golf, if you want to ride a horse, 
if you want to exercise pretty much any sport, you know, you uh, you have the ability to do so today, and you'll most probably get full support of the government in doing that. If you know, if you are promising, if you are dedicated, if you put in the work, yep. it won't take long before the government is like, okay, you know what? Yeah, you're good. Let me, you know, invest in you, push you, so that you can one day represent the country on an Olympic level. Exactly. And you're seeing that. I have a cousin of mine who's a rower. Uh, mashallah, uh, he is phenomenal at what he does. I mean, he's got that, mashallah, six foot two shoulders, the arms, you know, and he's there and he's, he was in California earlier this year, rowing away and the government got behind him, supported him. And, and I, I, I believe, you know, there'll be a day that, uh, that I see him representing our country on an Olympic, on an Olympic level. And it's just super exciting to see. Definitely. I just love, you know, Uthman al-Mullah was in your chair two days ago. And he said something that stuck with me, like the nicest sentence I've heard since I've been up here. And I've heard a lot since I've been here. He said, what an exciting time it is to be Saudi. Mm-hmm. That is very true. And you focus on, uh, you talked about the sports. Also, you can look at the startups. Yeah. So many startups uh, led by Saudis. Also, you can look at industrial, industrialization, mm-hmm. and in, in reality, that's a big focus of the group as well, is not to just to bring something uh, and excel in servicing it and providing it. And what can we do also locally? You're involved in some capacity as, a, as an angel investor, recognizing startups, businesses, promising businesses, mm-hmm. and you get involved with them, be it an advisory role or an investment role. How did you uh, enter such a space? And a, a very exciting one, I would imagine. I actually started to back entrepreneurs in the mid-90s, but it's more of expressing my thoughts and convincing them of pivoting or focusing on something. Mm -hmm. And I invested with them. Later on, just before I actually joined Zahid Group, I was responsible for a VC fund to invest in IT companies Mm -hmm. in Saudi Arabia and the region. So I learned it more from a professional perspective and took my CMA, all of that and so forth. It's, it's profound what happened. This, uh, the digital landscape of, uh, of Saudi Arabia and the region really has taken off. I mean, everything is digital. Like you, I noticed like even payments, cash is being used less. Yes. Digital with the deduction of MADA and so forth. Mm-hmm. Our government application, Abshir, you know, I think you can do any kind of government-related documentation, attestation, whatever can be done via Abshir. That actually started a while back in the e-government initiatives. So five years ago or so? More. Not longer, yeah? Yes. Uh, the plan was put in place earlier and yes, sir, as the e-government program. Yeah. And then they even laid down a lot of infrastructure, Yafi and others and whatever. But the fruition of all that is what we see today. Yeah. It take, yeah, it takes, I mean, it takes, you know, a decade to build something that's going to be impactful. Mm-hmm. And my God, has it changed the lives of many? You know, something that would take a day or two to do uh, is done at a click of a button today, provided that uh, you're in good standings. Yeah. As in no traffic fines, etc. <laughs> um, Sahir is also Sahir is a problem. Yeah, no, I go 120 now in 120s and 90s and 90s because I learned the hard way. Mm-hmm. The Zahid Group, mashallah, they are involved in 11 sectors, 23 companies, 5,000 employees. Now, is that all under your umbrella, like from a group, group affairs responsibility level? Are you involved with you know, all 23 companies in some capacity when it comes to, you know, your role? Each company from an operating perspective is handling its own. And each company is, uh, have its own voice. Okay. My role is more of an orchestra. I make sure that at the now, that uh, there's synergy in what is coming out. Okay. So it's a symphony 
yeah. more more than noise with the stick yeah <laughs> cat would be the oldest and yes. and largest uh, by employees yes and then there's there's a total lubricants business inshallah there's the catering there's like a, a company in almost you know every 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 sector out there it's uh, it speaks volumes to, to to the strategy that those in charge have you know uh, trying to get their involvement and, and and offer something to the consumer in in, in every level because zahid are the bar like mm-hmm. it's you, you hear it all the time you know? alhamdulillah zahid is this is mm-hmm. employee satisfaction you know you hear about it all the time yes mashallah alayhum. it's uh, it's always impressive to see how they're at the forefront of what they do you're here on, on the golf course today, and this golf course sits on the Red Sea. How many times were you like, you know what, I wish I got my bathing suit so I can jump into the ocean and go scuba diving, which is a, a part-time <laughs> hobby of yours. Maybe it's more than a hobby. It's crossed uh, your mind, I'm sure. Actually, I started to scuba dive in, in the 80s. The 80s, okay. And I've dove in California, dove in uh, Australia, all over the Red Sea, the Egypt side. The Red Sea is so rich. There's so much life in it i enjoy that what's your favorite place we have the in yambo basically there's the seven sisters and here's there's a five sisters Mm -hmm. and it's basically just coral with little sand now when you say red sea is uh, i'm sure you're alluding to red sea being your favorite place to dive Uh, does it is it is it ahead of like great barrier reef australia california some of these other areas Put it this way, there's a lot of life there and there's a lot of life under here. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, ours is, we still have a lot to go to make it more environmentally friendly. Yeah. And that's where the Red Sea Project and Neom are uh, tackling and tr- uh, making sure that boats, when they stop at a coral, there is a buoy to actually look in, hook into yeah. instead of damaging the reef and all that and educating all the basically boat launch drivers mm-hmm. in order to do that yeah. as well how long when you go out there how long can you go underwater for i mean i've seen movies but you know movies are rarely you know truthful is uh, is it 60 minutes or can you go beyond that the basically every 10 meters you consume more more okay so basically at 10 meters you're actually at two bars which is two levels of pressure mm-hmm. if you go 20 meters it'll be three okay and so forth so, so you consume more because your lung is pulling in a uh, same cap- uh, capacity but yeah. it's more pressurized any scary moments for you out there there has been it's a very open-ended question <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know i was enjoying a shark going all around this uh, but after the third time it's, uh, it's not funny anymore no <laughs> You talking tiger sharks, hammerhead, great white? No, no, no. Uh, here it's more uh, the ones I've seen is black tip, okay. is uh, and the tiger sharks as well. Would you ever consider shark cage diving? I actually did that in California, but not. I'm not going to enjoy it. I enjoy the scenery. I enjoy the beauty of all the fish, but not the adrenaline. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My wife's been convincing me uh, to, to shark cage dive with her, and I am just, you know, not entertaining that right now. <laughs> I've seen too many movies. I recently saw a movie, 47 meters below, and yes. these two girls go in the cage. I love those kind of thriller movies, <laughs> but you know, the nightmare, a nightmare happened to anyone in a shark cage, anyone who wanted to go shark cage diving, whereby um, the metal rope or the metal chain that was holding the cage snapped, mm-hmm. and they were at the bottom of the ocean for mm-hmm. X amount of hours. 
encourage everyone to watch that movie so you don't <laughs> go shark cage diving. <laughs> exactly. Are you much of a reader? Do you read books? Can you recommend any to me? I'm in the market. Actually, I'm currently reading Hard Things About Hard Things. Okay. I mean, if you know. Okay. I'll, I'll yeah. Actually, it's written by Ben Horowitz and as an entrepreneur and a venture capitalist. Mm-hmm. And it's all about making the hard choices and not shying away. Mm-hmm. And I like that book. It's beautiful. Hard choices result typically in satisfying results because not everyone wants to do the hard work. They yeah. want the results. Yes. But if you do what the 90% don't want to do, you know, you'll probably achieve what the 90% won't. And cutting corners is not it. Yeah. You know, it's human nature to want to take the easy way out. It's the harder things that really make a difference. Doing the hard things, doing what you don't want to do. That's true. You know? Sun Tzu actually said, if there's water coming down the mountain, it's, it'll go the easiest path. Mm. So we're not water. We need to understand that, mm-hmm. but also we need to think, adapt, yeah, exactly. yeah, move. And actually, that's what the environment today in Saudi Arabia is encouraging people to make those hard choices people to decide to open that company, to uh, a fintech, an edtech company, to manufacture. For us, as an example, we started Zahid Industries, one of our companies in Yamba. And when we started, we actually went out to the villages around Yamba and recruited uh, Saudis that ended up becoming welders and painters. And now the company, mashallah, grew. And now it's actually moved to Jeddah, mm-hmm. and it's actually uh, reaching a point that it's actually being visited by Sami from a military perspective, saying that you guys are doing something that can be achievable and صناعة that is done by uh, because of the encouragement that we see. Yeah, the the, the government serious about that, serious about pushing the made in Saudi line tagline yeah. mm-hmm. making things locally relying less on imports and in quality and quality yeah. and that's the important yeah. part it's 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 big it's it's important it's uh, it's something of value when you become uh, a producing country i mean let's look at china mm-hmm. so i have a three-year-old and because i have a three-year-old i'm buying toys from time to time sometimes more often than i wish <laughs> and every toy is made in china yes you know, it's it's unbelievable. It's almost like no country can compete with them mm-hmm. in that in that sector. I think maybe you know the economies of scale make it so yes, cheap yeah. for them to produce one that suppliers and then distributors. And by by the time it reaches our shelf here, that was the quickest way to market and the most affordable way to market from manufacturers, etc. Mm. But it would be very nice, and and I'm confident about this that over the next five years we'll start to see maybe car automobile plants in Saudi. You know, just. Uh, Factories away from what we're used to, you know, the petrochemicals, the cement, plastics, more like end products, like electronics. Oh, I'm a big car guy, so I'm thinking like, you know, a production line for, for a car manufacturer. Uh, maybe I need, need to arrange for you to visit uh, our assembly line mm-hmm. here in Cake. Yeah. We assemble Volvo mm-hmm. and Renault trucks. What used to be in Kilo 11. Yes, exactly. Yeah, no, it's here. Okay. Exactly. That's nice. We've increased the lines, and uh, now there are two lines instead of one in Kilo 11, uh, Tariq Makkah. Yeah. Do you know before we left there, we actually finished more than 15,000 assembled trucks? Wow. Total. To, uh, there. Yeah. Now the, we moved here, we've increased yeah. uh, even more. 
I, my best friend growing up and until now was involved in, in that uh, side of the company okay. since 2006, Mohammed Zahid. MashaAllah. So yes. Yeah, I've been with Volvo Trucks for as long as I can imagine. And poor guy had to go to Kilo 11 every day, <laughs> um, which is a, a, tre- a treacherous road to get to. The road had waves in it. It did. Yes. It did. Yeah, it felt like you're on a speedboat. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know that you guys have moved up here. Is it in the industrial valley? Yes. Um, how, how is the landscape there? Is it uh, companies popped up there? You know, more uh, factories? Is, is it moving, progressing? It's moving and we see it uh, more and more. And Alhamdulillah, yani, since we started Total and now AVI, which is the Volvo, we've actually seen more and more factories. Uh, Fantastic. Uh, you mentioned that you had a 30-year-old. I couldn't believe that you had a 30-year-old. I mean, I thought you were 30. Thank you. MashaAllah, <laughs> um, You did say that he suffered from Down syndrome. How difficult, if if so, was it uh, having you know to uh, to facilitate stuff for your son in uh, in the whole world of Down syndrome? Forgive me because I know nothing about it, and I'd love to be educated about it. No, it's okay. Me. Actually, my son Rayan was born in 1990. So at that point in time, I didn't know what Down syndrome is, and my wife and I learned a lot. We had a supportive family that supported us in helping Rayan grow. Mm. Uh, my first meeting with Mahajafali was at that point in time. Yeah. And since then, my uh, Rayan has been with the Help Center. I was actually invited to Sheikh uh, Ahmed Jafali, to place the building block of what we see of the Help Center here. Previous, it was in Porta Cabins. Mm-hmm. And throughout this, Ryan has evolved, has learned, and now is actually working in a Gandur factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the unit that he is in is actually using, uh, uh, taking the rejects of the line of production and making sure that they are made available to reproduce. Reproduce. Yeah, manufacture. Okay. That's it. And uh, the unit is productivity is better than regular people. So, of course, now because of COVID-19, we opted to, uh, that he stay home. Yeah, good decision. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's an amazing story. Um, I, um, you touched on what Maha Jafari did. Um, kindergarten friends with her daughter, Dania. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love the initiative, the establishment, the work that they do. <laughs> I, I don't know Maha, obviously, as well as Aunt Maha, as well as I do Dania. But Dania, I'm sure, gets all her ambition and, uh, and love for working with kids from her mom who established it. Of course. I love these kind of stories, you yes. know. Sultana Ali Rida and I'm, and I'm Walid Zahid, uh, starting uh, Jid Institute for Hearing and Speech. Yes. You know, giving back to the community. Is there anything better that you can do on this earth than helping someone, changing their life for the better? And both those, you know, four aforementioned people do that on a daily. You know? They yes. help people. Mm-hmm. It's just an amazing thing to see. And in reality, God wants us to do that. It's basically the, your, you know, uh, Ibn Adam, when after they pass away, this is one of the things that keep on contributing because you did a good deed. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, indeed. What advice do you have to these young Saudis entering the workforce right now? You know, you've got uh, kids born in 1998, all of a sudden being 22 years old, they're looking for jobs. And even maybe younger than that, those entering university. What advice would you have to those who are looking to start their career? First of all, choose your first hire, first company that you join very, very carefully because you want somewhere that you can grow. It sets your pace as an individual. 
so when you're in a professional organization, you're in, in better, that tone continues with you forever. Yeah, the cultivation process, uh, yeah. you know, them having your best interests at heart, yeah. putting you in the right spots. If a department didn't work for you, them recognizing that and adjusting you to one that can, you know, you. I mean, I can speak from experience. I was involved in a department for a year and a half that I wasn't too good in, honestly. And my work thus, because my heart wasn't into it, wasn't as good as it could have shifted to marketing. And I mean, I, I think I excelled there. Mm -hmm. So adjustments, I think, is important on the way. You know, one thing we reckon, uh, when I was doing the ERP project, I realized that I have a group of people from all over the company that know the business well. And we document all our processes and whatever. So I had like a, a manual for everything that is done across all the companies. Mm -hmm. So I encouraged uh, and we launched a program to recruit uh, management trainees. So we looked at around 500, 600 CVs of Saudis and we chose around 20 odd. And from those we recruited actually 11 in the MTP program. What did we do? We had them go through the program for over two year period where they learned the processes, were able to contribute and set them in to become the middle management of the future, inshallah. And the amazing thing is that out of the 11, there were only three males and the rest were females. Love those stories. They showed us that they have better talent that for us to be able to recruit. Mm -hmm. And we took them through paces. So we had them first month present, second month present in front of committees. We ask him to learn and come and show us what they've learned. Yeah. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Thank you, yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time You're uh, and joining us on the podcast. If there's anything else you uh, would like to close with, any words of wisdom, famous quotes that you enjoy, anything you want to say to the viewers, uh, here is your opportunity, the last opportunity. Last opportunity? Last one. Okay. Maybe i get you on the podcast again later. <laughs> My son loves your podcast, oh Abdelaziz. Thank you. Thank <laughs> He's you. the 27 year old. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And tell him, tell him I really genuinely appreciate that. Definitely. Thank yeah. you. And thanks for taking the time. And I'll keep seeing you, I think, throughout the day. Inshallah. All right. Thanks. All the best. You too. Thanks so much.